0: Welcome to the We Have Issues podcast, a weekly look at the local issues and matters impacting Independence, Missouri. And now, your hosts, Lori Dean-Wiley and Dan Hobart. All right, welcome to another episode of We Have Issues Independence. Hello.
1: Um, Hello.
0: Lori Dean-Wiley here.
1: Dan Hobart also here.
0: Hello, my fellow independent citizens. So today's going to be a little more I'm going to say the word "personal, maybe emotional, even. So don't turn off because
1: Don't run away.
0: Dan and I are really going to just share some opinions today uh, related to subject matter of not living in the past, being able to kind of take off that cloak of whatever it is that's happened in your past, or maybe even something that you did in your past, um, taking it off so that you can move forward, so that we can move forward. And, And so it starts with the person. But really, my perspective in looking at this was all the fantastic things that we hope for our city.
1: Don't panic.
0: All the things that we want to see achieved. And it's going to take every citizen to get on board with hope in the future. It's going to take every citizen to believe that the best is yet to come. I was watching a, a show the other day, and the percentage of people who believe the best was yet to come for our country had fallen. It's going backwards. Well, I'm sure. And some of that is how people feel politically. Some of that's how they feel economically. And the good thing for me, um, and this is where I just can't be anything but honest, is is those outward circumstances are there, absolutely. But how you internalize them or how you deal with them, and for me it's through – faith perspective of, yep, all these things are going on. I may or may not be able to do anything about them, but how I approach them or how I deal with them or how I hope past them or through them is really what um, allows me to have a joyful disposition despite it or hope and belief in the future. And so it troubles me. When I see or hear people have less hope or less belief in their future. At a time when, Dan, in this city, we have nothing but great hopes and plans for independence. Yeah. You know? And so I really wanted to talk about uh, a subject. I was having lunch with a friend and. We were talking about just some incidences that happened in each other's past and, and how you can end up dwelling on those. And from a sermon once, um, my pastor talked through it as the word shame. And I think shame is something we can all understand from a definition. We've all had different levels of it. Um, I think especially when you talk about city politics— You know, that fear of something in the past haunting you or coming back. I mean, the man's been dead for a long time now, but you think about uh, Kennedy and a car wreck that ended in the death of a young girl. That is still brought up over and over and over again. How do you allow somebody to take a horrible event but get past it, forgive it, move on? You know, I I wasn't going to bring up that subject, but I just think you know of these big items that people have done or been accused of, and they some of them make it through it, and some of them don't. What's the difference? And I really believe it's that word shame. We have this. It's personal. Uh, yeah, we have this um, statement that we use in my particular church where we say, it should not be shame on you. It should be shame off you. You know, you need to get to a point where you don't live in that shame that you're able to not allow others to shame you, but really not to allow yourself to shame you from inhibiting your future. You know, take the shame off you. What are those things? Well, there's things you've got to do. You've got to admit something. In many cases, there might even be serious consequences to what you've done. But it's not necessarily uh, life-lasting or, or something you can't move past. Um, I think of people who have been addicts for a really long time, and then at one point, it works finally, and they're no longer using drugs. What changed? Did their chemistry change? Probably not. Their environment might have changed. They might have changed some good friends (laughs) that maybe they hung around. But really, it was something about that person that decided, now's the time I'm going to stop what I've done, and I'm going to do something different. I want that for our citizens. Whatever has held us into the past, whatever past mistakes the city's made, whatever... Um, disbelief a citizen has had about how better their life could be. I want us to honestly be able to do something different than we've ever done as individuals, as citizens, as a city, and have a much better hope for our future. So right now, I give everybody permission, shame off you, and let's move forward. When I was looking at What does that mean? So I'm going to use the term success. What allows us to have success in the future that we haven't been able to have in the past? And Americans have been really great about using these adages, using these uh, positive affirmations to spur somebody on. So somebody wants to start a business, we tell them. Great, you just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you're gonna be able to do it. Or somebody has an idea that's not been done before and said, That's a great idea. We'd like to, we would benefit from that. So, a rising tide, it raises all boats. Go for it. You know, um, President Harry Truman was famous for saying, It doesn't matter, uh, you know, that it's amazing what we can do if it doesn't matter who gets the credit for it, you know there's lots of these things that we say that spur future success for someone else. Well, let's start doing it for us. Let's start doing it for our city. Let's start doing it for each neighbor. Let's, you know, because that collective of neighbors is our city. And so I'd like to kind of dive into those, um, positive affirmations a little bit and just get your take on them uh you are a philosopher you're a study of history <laughs> dan uh, but you're also somebody who has one ninth of the power right how seventh. many seventh one seventh of the power on our on our council to um i was put you in the supreme court there didn't i um but gives us the power to maybe make some changes and then Nothing happens in a lot of cases without uh, definitely. If it takes a citizen vote to move things forward, so we've got big things coming. Yeah. Um, so when I looked up these positive uh, thoughts, for example, let's start with "pull yourself up by your bootstraps." The history of this was so funny to me that I thought I have to leave this in and talk about this today. So you think about, you know, the early 1800s, and boots had a little strap behind them. And somebody said, well, you can't pull yourself up by your bootstraps because if you're tugging on your bootstraps, you're trying to get your boot on, but you can't lift your whole self up. So it was completely sarcastic. It had nothing to do with about being successful, had nothing to do about um, us all envisioning a bootstrap raising the person up. Um, But over time, it turned into taking the impossible and making it possible. And therefore, then it became um, a positive affirmation about how if you work hard enough, Anything's possible. You can probably make it happen, even if it looks impossible. So I'd love to hear your kind of take on how as citizens we can take that just that affirmation. Um and I do believe that if you say positive affirmations, your day will be better. So if, if somebody today decided to pick up, I'm gonna pull myself up by my bootstraps today, no matter what happens. You know? Where can that take us as a city?
1: There there's that there's that whole gratitude thing, right? Okay. Um, And that goes along with positive affirmations, where people will uh, say that if you wake up every day and you say the things you're thankful for, that you'll have a good day. And that's very much along the lines of uh, positive affirmation. You know, today I'm going to have a good day. Today I will, you know, love myself. I will uh, be friendly with my neighbors. I will... Um, hold the door for five strangers. I will do these things. I will have a good day. Um, Certainly, we can all do better at that. Uh, How can we affect the city? That's a good question. Uh, How do we get people to believe that Change is possible and real is also a good question it's how do we get people from being sort of mired in uh, all this pain that they feel from the past? These are good questions uh you know i I, I want to answer your question, but I don't feel like i can like I can do it uh Without sort of explaining my understanding of that part of it first, sure. Um, so, uh, and I'll go as fast as I can because it won't be that interesting. When I was <laughs> when I was twenty seven, I was uh, a public defender in Rolla, Missouri, and uh, it was a summer. I was. Uh, handling a murder case where mom and her boyfriend were charged with beating to death her three-year-old daughter. Oh my gosh. Uh, My friends in St. Louis had just had uh, triplets and uh, had a a very close person to me just been diagnosed with cancer in Kansas City back home. um, I I had started getting offers from firms down there to go into private practice. And I had also started becoming vaguely self-aware and got massively depressed. This was my first real run-in with depression. So on top of that, I had 400 open cases. Oh, my. uh, Along with trying to handle this horrendous murder case that was set for trial. It was... uh, our office was down an attorney and we already had a massive number of open cases for the number of attorneys that we had this was this was not an easy time for me as a you know a a sort of a less than three-year attorney at the time yeah and uh, I was not coping well at all so I went to counseling for the very first time and uh, I learned uh, a very interesting thing. Um, I learned that uh, that that emotionally, mm-hmm. uh, I was stuck at at, uh, at at the age of six.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: I was an emotional six-year-old. Uh, that's when my parents got divorced. And I really hadn't progressed much past that. Uh, I learned that it's not that uncommon that when a child experiences a traumatic event that you can get stunted yeah. emotionally and stay there. Uh, so when big adult things happen to me, uh, I, I was not, I had not, uh, Grown and progressed and had didn't have the emotional tools to deal with them Uh, and What I learned about and why I was depressed uh, is because depression is literally uh, Living in the past you get depressed when you relive Uh, things that happened before because you cannot change them you cannot affect them there's nothing you can do to change the outcome of something that happened so here I was a 27 year old young man uh, with a certain amount of responsibility uh, trying to survive and exist and help people and failing uh, failing myself failing other people because I, I wasn't operating very well. Oh, being a massive binge drinking alcoholic, uh, on the weekends as well, by the way. And, uh, along with many of my colleagues, of course, and you know, uh, cause that's a good way to self-medicate, uh, and forget about your problems for a few days. So, and you know, <clears throat> you learn, uh, Pretty soon that you don't have tools to 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 operate yeah, yeah. and that was eye opening really eye opening uh that changed my life when I finally came to realization that <clears throat> oh well, maybe this is why I have a, the just a an incredibly horrible temper uh maybe this is why i uh <clears throat> you know I can be a fun guy. I have a great time uh, and I can also have an incredibly stupid and snap temper that's completely unacceptable um, it's taken me a long time uh, I genuinely generally don't now uh, I've worked really hard to change who I am and be acknowledge this and and work on these things and grow but uh, you know people in this, people that, that, that can only talk about 30 years ago, 20 years ago, when I worked for the city, when I did this, when we mm-hmm. started this, when we were back here, I remember when, no, look, that's very valuable. It's good to know that you're vigilant, that these things that happened before don't happen again. That's valuable lessons. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but... There's a big old butt right there now, right? Uh, We're not there anymore. We're not there anymore. And is it hard to let go of all of that and say in two years or one year or three years of a new council that it's different now? Yes.
0: Well, you're different individuals. It would have to be different.
1: It is. But it is different. Mm -hmm. And if you don't believe it, come to a council meeting. Watch watch them for the last 12 months. Watch them for the last six months. It's not like it was, and it's not going to be like it was. It's changed. Not just changing, it's changed. And uh, the attitude is more positive, and the attitude is more forward-thinking, and the attitude is uh, very... um, concrete, very action oriented, very forward steps. It's not going to be as fast as you want, but it will be step by step. So citizens that, uh, residents that, you know, they want to be mad about the farmer's market. They want to be, you know, <laughs> mad about the TIFFs and Bass Pro. I understand those things actually, Bass Pro is still going on. Right. And don't think that we're not working on that. And that, you know, we're not still Doing everything we can about it, we are. Uh, but other things have to go too. We have to move forward. All the things have to move forward all the time. So support the things that are good, and uh, it really, it really starts <clears throat> starts at home. You know, I, I, best thing I can do uh, on the bootstraps thing yeah. is encourage people to help. You know. It all starts with being kind to yourself, actually, believe it or not. Uh, let yourself off the hook for whatever it is that happened. Yeah. Whatever your life has been, for all the things that have gone on. We can't go back and fix all the stuff that happened. We can't undo it. There's not a single thing we can undo. The things we can fix that are still going on, we're doing that. We're doing that. We're doing everything we can to do that. Some of it we have fixed. And some of it we're still working on, but you know.
0: Starts with the individual.
1: It really does. Yeah.
0: You know, um, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps gives you belief in yourself, to kind of your point. Um, And yet, something else that we use as affirmation is everybody's afraid of something, but do it afraid. Go ahead and do it afraid. And so what is something you think citizens are afraid of that is keeming from future success?
1: As far as the city goes, yeah. they're afraid of trusting government. Okay. There's we've, no question.
0: We've talked uh, in another podcast about lack of trust, um, a perceived lack of transparency, and, you know, you and I started this podcast to improve belief in the service of local government to to be better yeah. about bringing forth the things that are going on, what's going on about it, how do we fix it, you know, give a voice from a both a citizen standpoint and from a council person standpoint. And when I think about Fear is, it could be as simple as, well, I don't want to run for an office. I might lose. Therefore, I won't do it because I'm afraid. Yeah. Or I'm not going to go meet with uh, my city council person because he might not like what I have to say. I mean, those are really everyday examples of how the work of our city doesn't happen because we let fear stand in the way. You know, people think courage means you're not afraid. Courage means that even though you're afraid, you still do it. So if you were to kind of take your biggest moment of what's going to take courage of our citizens, what is something that you think is coming up that fortitude and courage, doing something, even though we may not have all the answers, um, is going to be paramount to success for our city.
1: Voting for the Geo bond, putting, okay. putting a tax on themselves.
0: So what does that really mean to average citizen in independence right now? What, it, How... How will that affect their lives?
1: It means they're going to have to vote to put a tax on their property, which they've never done before, specifically for independence, which they've never done before to help us build a new police station and uh, and some other infrastructure, um, some curbs, some sidewalks, some probably sewer Um Maybe even a municipal services building. I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Don't hold me to any of that. But
0: so but, when you hear the word as a citizen, a tax,
1: yeah, tax. on property,
0: you know, in light of our current climate with yes. Jackson County tax yes assessments, people are partly freaking out. They have fear hearing this from us right now. Yes. So how do we? How can we prepare ourselves for what we need to do versus what we're afraid to do? Any ideas?
1: Decide how much you care about this town. That's the best thing I can tell you. Decide if you're willing to invest in your future here. Decide how much it means to you. I think that's a great
0: answer. (laughs) Yeah.
1: This this part of the plan, the big plan. It's the it's the first it's the real first step, and it's crucial.
0: I think that was a brilliant answer. Make a decision, decide to believe in your future. Um, you know one of the other affirmations that we hear a lot is uh, that quote from Harry Truman, you know, it doesn't matter. It's amazing what you can do if it doesn't matter who gets the credit. And especially in local politics, um, we hear a lot of rumors. We hear a lot of, I'm the one who did that. Um, That's my thing, not yours. There just seems to be a lot of uh, jockeying for the position. And I think if we go back to that simple, if we're all in it together, it doesn't matter who gets the credit because guess what? We did some amazing things. So whether it's through uh, or whether we get the police station through a geo bond or grants or we need a new police station, public safety center. We need probably a new municipal building. Um, we'd love to have, and I believe in it wholeheartedly, a state-of-the-art frontier museum. We need a new home for most likely Santa Caligun.
1: We need a new trails museum. People don't. It, it seems like a luxury. hmm It's not. It's not. It's not a luxury.
0: So you said people need to decide to believe. I think people need to look at their own position on things and then weigh that against the good of the majority or their fellow citizens or, in this case, future needs. So we know we need a future police center. We know we need. A frontier museum. That's too it's, big. That's you know, too big.
1: I agree with what you're saying. But it's but big. It, that's too yeah. big. People need to decide if they believe in independence.
0: Okay. And in believing, the hope would be that it wasn't my thing. I'm just getting on board.
1: If you stick with us, we're gonna we're gonna make this town better than it's ever been. It's it, Like you said before, it will take all of us, but it will be better than it's ever been. Your property values will go up. It will make the raise in property taxes you pay worth it. Your property ta- taxes will go up. You're, I know it's painful, but they will. The town's going to be better.
0: I hope I live long enough to see.
1: Live long Live enough. on the
0: other side. Of we're, we're all talking, these things that have happened,
1: this is five years. This no, is no. I not... get
0: that, but I'm I'm saying we're mired in fifty years. We're mired in actually before that. You know, the Pendergast era was a lot of shame. You know, um, I'm
1: fifty years old. Yes, I'm not finishing this when I'm a hundred. <laughs> okay, you'll be here.
0: That's okay. This
1: isn't I'm dying or I'll <laughs> die trying. This is it's happening. Yes. It's happening. I, and then I'm going to disappear, yeah. and you'll never have to worry about me yeah. again. Okay? Well, I was
0: thinking more of the, the generational look of being able to see the next generation go, wow, they can't even relate to the past that we lived in.
1: The, I want. I want the next generation to be able to come in and spit shine the place yeah I want the bones to be here and they're going to be able to put the icing all over the place you know
0: yeah well I think one of the things that um especially when you serve on any kind of group and so I take my my thoughts and I think how can my service in this one group influence the rest of the city or how can you know taking my time to come to a council meeting and listen to what's going on, how can that make me better to help encourage the future of our city? You know, there are some actions that people should take in order to be a part of the future success because the adage of a rising tide raises all boats is absolutely true.
1: Every group should be looking at some citywide initiative they can do.
0: Absolutely. I I would
1: challenge them all. It doesn't have to be huge, but it should be some citywide initiative that they can do. And if they can do more than one, it should be three.
0: Absolutely. You know, one of the the, – in my research, one of the couple of words that stood out to me was this word called economic policy – I think you and I, we've discussed this, economic engines. And I think about the economic engines that we have the ability to affect, but maybe do not have the overwhelming support that I think we should have. You know, just thinking of, example, for North Point Development, the number of people that were, didn't understand it and were against it. Or um, we have a great innovation center here in Independence. Those that don't know, they're there to help people take dreams and move forward. And I, I, I just think that if people could look at their own ability to affect the city's economic policy, then why wouldn't you get on board? You know, so what is this? Is like your dream state. So if you had to say, okay, the, we get more people on board than not on board, and we are building this tide to raise all boats, what is that thing that you believe will really set independence up, will really show a difference and a success? What, is it a project? Is it a belief? Is it, you know, what is it, in your opinion?
1: It starts with the geo bond and the police station. It ends with the trails museum. That's the, that's the, that's the crown jewel of this phase of economic development because we finished that trails museum. Mm-hmm.
0: Tourism. Oh my goodness!
1: it's it that that sets in motion the an actual tourism department mm-hmm. <clears throat> we get our um d m o back we get um real tourism uh like we've never had before we have the ability to to just blow all our places out of the water on top of that we have the model railroaders that'll be up and going by then yeah i mean we're gonna have two brand new exhibits which theirs is going to be amazing and shoot by then they may need a whole new they may need a whole new space they may need a whole new building and by the way we get the trails museum done they'll have the momentum to get theirs built too don't kid yourself do not kid yourself so do not kid yourself I'm not
0: I'm no kidding here so it sounds like there are changes we can make as citizens to first off believe second get behind them do something I love that you um, asked groups to tie their goals to whatever the economic engine is that will purport this city to more success And then lastly, it's we have some big goals. But wow, as we're reaching those goals, the continuous, not just tourism, but literally think of the economic engine of that, of the uh, continuing dollars that would flow into the city. It really could change the landscape. Of Independence, Missouri.
1: This is this is you got. Hey, if if we're going to be the big shots we (laughs) claim to be, yes, the 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 city that founded the West,
0: absolutely. Then
1: let's be the big shots.
0: I'm ready for that. I think that's a great place to stop for today. I'm Laurie Dean Wiley.
1: I'm Dan Hobart.
0: And this is We Have Issues Independence. We want to thank you for joining us. I'm Laurie Dean Wiley.
1: And I'm Dan Hobart.
0: Join us again next week because we have issues.